welcome to Unrest in Peace. We're two unfortunate Greek friends, here we go. Welcome back. It's been a while since you've heard our voices. Yeah. I know you've all been waiting. We weren't here Wednesday. Life nope. just comes at you sometimes. Busyness. Yep. yep. Work. Yep. But we're back. Yeah. I know you've been missing us. I hope you're having Hello. a spooktacular October. Yes. <laughs> Are we just going to do this <laughs> the entire time? No, no, no. Leah's going to no, make comments just... and, and Chris Santhi will just be like, yep. Uh-huh. No, I'm just, yes. you know, I'm saying hi to everyone. Because <laughs> I know they were missing us on Wednesday. I'm letting them know. I know. I was up. making a joke. Oh, sorry. When Santhi <laughs> makes jokes, sometimes I can't tell that she's making jokes. Well, I just can't. I can't pick up on her. Hey, I can't pick up on her like sarcasm sometimes. It's true. Yeah, I can't pick up on Leah's either. We have different types of sarcasm. We get into a lot of tips mm. over it. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm gonna just let you guys know right now. Mine's better. Uh, I have yes. a disagree. I like. I poll, prefer mine. Take a poll in the comments down below. Whose sarcasm is better? If vote Leah. Does. It's definitely mine, you. though. It's and definitely croissant. To all our listeners, there's no biases allowed. Yeah. So to any family um, listening or significant others, there are no biases allowed. Yes. We want your um, full honest opinions. Full honest opinions. <laughs> On that note, I hope your October is just the best because... October is the best. October is always the best. And honestly, it's the time that this podcast will thrive. Because why? It's a paranormal podcast. And October is all about everything spooky and haunted and paranormal. And let's just embrace it. Uh, back to our uh, weekly scheduled podcast. The, the, <laughs> just the podcast? <laughs> Shut up. Hold on. But like the, the spooky podcast. cast. The spooky cast. I was going to say the podcast, the podcast sounds like Spudcast, so we should start a podcast about potatoes and call it the Spudcast. If you were a potato, how would you like to be cooked? Answer now. French fry. Ooh, you know what? Let me just tell you right here, right now. I'd like to be a mashed tater with Mm -hmm. garlic, uh, buttermilk, butter, mashed creamy goodness you know imagine that creamy goodness you know going down your throat mm. accompanying okay. of uh, wait accompanying a medium rare steak mm. with a side with the side of <clears throat> uh broccolettes in a nice butter sauce butter mm. garlic sauce mm. or mm. i would also like to be that's my first that's like ultimate or I would like to be either a waffle fry or any style of a hash brown. Okay. You got very detailed. For me, okay. I mean, I love French fries. French fries. Hold up. You always got to get detailed when it comes to questions like this. Just note that. Note to self. Right. I was about to get detailed. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. So, I love French fries. So. Same. Um, if I had to pick, though, 
I would probably go with curly fries. Love me oh, some curly yes. fries. Yeah. Okay. With the perfect seasoning on them, crispy, crunchy on the outside with the nice boing. They have to be like the tight spirals. Otherwise, it's not a curly fry. Um, and then like creamy in the middle. Or, okay, and I've seen these and I've always wanted to try them and they are straight up sexy to look at, okay? They're the crispy smashed baby potatoes. <gasps> and so they're like super crispy, crunchy on the outside yes. and creamy on the yes. inside and then covered yes. with like a a garlic herb butter. <gasps> yes. All of those. Mm. Okay, but question. Back it up to the curly fries. What would your dipping sauce of choice be? Oh, okay. It's a good question. Oh, dipping sauce of choice. Either a molasses heavy barbecue sauce, because I love me a molasses heavy barbecue sauce. Specifically, if we're talking barbecue sauce, Doghouse Grill in Fresno barbecue sauce. Yes. Hey, baby. Outrageous. It's so good. Um, dude, now I want doghouse like f- like food now. <laughs> Too bad neither of us live in Fresno anymore. <laughs> bye, Felicia. Felicia, no, nope. bye bye. <laughs> but yes. So, or uh, what about what about a very good like ranch? But okay, I don't know if you've ever had this before. But like a, I don't remember where I was, but I had this ranch one time. And it was like a peppery ranch. It was so good. Mm. And I dipped like fries in it. Mm. It was so good. Like mm. you don't you don't think of like pepper, like heavily peppered ranch. You just think of like you want the ranch. Mm-hmm. But the combination of that with like these like home type fries was so bomb. Mm-hmm. See, there's a ranch dressing at a place in Fresno that just opened up like a few months ago called Anessa's Ooh, Pizzeria. Oh. And um they have their own ranch dressing there. They call it the AP Ranch, Anessa's Pizzeria Ranch. <laughs> right. Um, oh, my goodness. The flavor is just so fresh, so delicious. Um, fresh. I would pick that one or Doghouse Grill barbecue sauce. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put a poll up on – not a poll, sorry. We're going we're gonna to put the question up on our Instagram, which yeah. is – Oh, Unrest in Peace podcast. Yeah. We're going to put up a little question about if you were a potato, what potato, how would you be cooked if you were a potato? Yeah. Yeah, What type of preparation would you have? Yeah. If you're a potato, (laughs) so sorry. Essentially, this is what it's going to say. If you're a potato, how would you like to be cooked? Mm -hmm. So get ready to see that on our story. And please write in. Because in our next podcast, we're going to shout out some potatoes. Any who's and what's it. Welcome to this week's talk. Chrysanthi already knows this place. I know it. Because if you don't know it, you're crazy. Because everyone in the world knows about this. The Queen Mary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Literally everyone knows about the most haunted ships in the world. Right. Right. But regardless of that, everyone has heard about it once in their life. It's true. Mm-hmm. Like, I just know so many people 
that I've been like, oh, I live in Long. I, oh, sorry. So backstory, I used to live in Long Beach. So when I talk about like my living in Long Beach, people would be like, oh, the Queen Mary. That's like their first thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's more beyond the Queen Mary. But yeah, I'm glad you know that, you know, one fact about us. Right. We also have like one of the coolest aquariums. The Aquarium of the Pacific. So Wait, really? Out. Long Beach has an aquarium? It has one of the coolest aquariums ever. Yeah. So when I lived in Long Beach, uh, my cousins had a membership there. We, I would take my little cousin. So I used to nanny. We would take my little cousin like all the time. Yeah. It's I did not aquarium. know that. The Aquarium of the Pacific. That's like their jingle or something. It's really cool. I love it. One day okay. we have to go. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm obsessed with aquariums. Ken and I always Same. go to the Monterey Bay Aquarium when we go to Monterey. So Yes. It's beautiful. So, on that note, um, yeah, the Queen Mary. Mm-hmm. Coolest place ever. Actually, 20, was it 19, 2019, I actually yes. uh, went to an event on the Queen Mary. <gasps> Did you stay overnight? No. Um, oh, was- boo. <laughs> well, no, the event was just like, like our, like we had a dinner and like a dance type thing on the, on part of the Queen Mary. It was just <sighs> an. I, so I went to a young adult retreat, I mean, and so that's no, still but, cooler than I've never been there. So yeah, so you know, I went to a young adult retreat, and we could only be on part of the ship because I believe there was another event going on on another mm-hmm. like level. There was a wedding reception or some type of thing, but the the ship's so massive you would get lost. So it was kind of a good thing in a way that they were like only stay in this section of the boat. But we had access to like this whole outer deck, and it was a cool like room that had like a like a dance floor. It was really cool. Um, but I, yeah, like Chrysanthi said, like, did I get to stay overnight? No, that would have been really cool. My parents mm-hmm. did once, actually. What? Oh, my god. They gosh. were going on a cruise to Ensenada, Mexico, and they stayed the night on there. I'd love to pick their brain about it, because I don't really, they had told me about it, but I was, like, a kid at the time, so I don't really remember it. Oh, him. my gosh. You but have yeah. to ask if they had any experiences. Yeah. <gasps> that would have been yeah. a cool, so, like, home, home story to have, like, on the end of this podcast ah honestly it just popped into my mind just now when i was talking about it that they have stayed there but another cool thing is so um like i just said they stayed there so it's it's a hotel now Mm -hmm. just kind of throwing that out there it's now used as a hotel um but anyways yeah so i got to stay there or be on there and it was really cool i wish like i could have explored it because there was like a roped off area and i was like "Mm, maybe i can sneak past but obviously there's there's yeah. people you know that work there and they know that like you're not part of the other event and stuff but yeah they're like um, excuse we had me man we had, we had wristbands on yeah you are not allowed to go into the boiler room please turn around i, I wish i wish <laughs> the Honestly, pool though. is closed <laughs> yeah no it's really cool and another like interesting fact about it is like you have to like drive to it where where it's located in long beach like you can't walk to it it would be a very far walk so like we had to take buses there and they yeah. told us like when when the event was over you have to get on the buses or like you're screwed because like it's so far out on the other side of like like the long beach pier that like you you know there's you can't walk to it essentially so that's one like interesting fact about it like gotcha you can see it though from the other side of like the pier like on like Ooh. like you can see it from like the aquarium of the pacific if you look over but it's not like near there people think it's closer like inland but it's on the other mm-hmm. side it's dark okay yeah is it absolutely so, majestic to look at yeah i would say it is it's pretty cool like um one way of thinking about it is like so uh, obviously we're never going to get to see the titanic of course 
but it's it, it kind of gives like Titanic like vibes almost if that makes sense because they were kind of model it was kind of modeled after that whole like Titanic like style so it's really mm-hmm. cool to be able to say you've been on a ship that is essentially like from that era you know of mm-hmm. shipbuilding of shipbuilding for instance you know that, right. like that whole era of shipbuilding where you know like the details to like you know craftsmanship and like you know like like the wood decks and everything they really took that into account you know nowadays they might cut corners with making things more efficient or more like you know eco-friendly with like okay let's use faux wood or this nap because you know right wear and tear and less damage but like back then they you know it was old school like they went full-on like with natural materials and everything uh-huh. and, you know of course, over time you know you'd have to you know do a lot of maintenance on it but it's like cool to see that like old kind of like you know manufacturing of like boat style if that makes sense yeah yeah that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay so little lo- lo- bit of history and then just throwing it out there, um, BuzzFeed Unsolved is where, you know, I found a lot of this cool information out. And then and then I also uh, also got a cool account. I'll just, you know, we'll put it down in the notes. But a, a YouTuber named Haley Reese also got some cool stuff from her. Ooh. Shout out, you know, shout out to her. Yeah, like, you know, I was just looking. I was just, you know, I Googled it on, or I YouTube did actually just to see. Like if anyone's you know been there in, in more recent times and different things, and she actually has, so you know, oh. stay tuned to hear about that. Nice. Yeah, I wanted to see who recently has gone. And just gonna throw this out there: you you never know what you're gonna find, like when you look up like different things. But YouTube, you can find a lot of cool resources. Just throwing it out there because like people are going to places more and more now because they mm-hmm. are finding like paranormal stuff like more fascinating. Like ten years ago, people weren't as fascinated as I think they are now. Yeah, way, but because now with travel and different things, and like you know, mm-hmm. our like generation, we're more into like, oh, let's let's, let's do it, and let's video it. So YouTube is a really good place to find cool stuff on paranormal because people are willing to just go find it and, and video video it. But yeah, right. so that's where I found a lot of my info at. Yeah. And I feel like BuzzFeed so, Unsolved definitely, like, um, uh, fed into that whole, um, uh, I'm going to call it a renaissance of people being super into yeah. paranormal. Um, because of course, Ryan and Shane, shout them out big time. They're the best. Yeah, they really are. Um, because, like, I know for me, like, I'd always been super interested interested in like those like paranormal ghost shows and ghost stories and stuff like that um but like i'd kind of like (sighs) wandered away from it for a little bit and then i saw their youtube channel or not youtube channel but their uh series pop up on youtube and i was like oh shoot yeah and it got me like thinking about a lot more Again. I, I forget who it was, but another channel I was watching um, referenced to them, and that's what got me into it because mm-hmm. they were like, "Hey, go check out, you know, Ryan and Shane, blah blah blah." And I went over, and I was instantly hooked. Yeah, like, and I'm just gonna let you guys know, like, of course, like History Channel, Discovery Channel, great channels, but they're gonna give you more of like sometimes more of the in depth, like almost like you're in college kind of like version mm-hmm. they give you the cut dry like how we would want to hear it like if you're right. just talking to a friend and yeah. that's what i love about them is yes. they give it to you just like 
point blank right there. They're not saying like get using all these terminology where you're not going to know it. Like onomatopoeia, elementamina. And you're like, <laughs> oh, now I have to Google that word. And I lost 30 seconds of this documentary because I'm right. like Googling this word now. But for them, they're just like, nah, it happened. This happened. Here's the date. She died. It blew up. Bam. Done. It's like, wow. It's like they gave you a simple turkey sandwich, meat, lettuce, tomatoes, onions, and some sauce. And that was all you mm. needed. Well, you know and I mean? the like turkey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry. And the turkey. Right. Right. Sorry. Meat, lettuce, tomatoes, turkey, and like some mayo, mustard. Boom. They gave you the simple sandwich of it. Yeah. Know? So. Gotcha. Let me just throw this out there. So, <clears throat> the Queen Mary is two times the size of the Titanic. Oh. It's huge. hmm Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry for a minute. Sorry. <clears throat> the boat served as. You're too close to the microphone. Oh, no. Nuts. Yeah, but you can get a little closer, but you don't have to be that close. Okay. Yeah. You're good right there. Okay. So, like I said earlier, it's docked in Long Beach, California. Um, the main, um, its last main voyage was May 27th, 1936. Oh, That's my gosh. the last time it went. It, yeah. So, so think it's about been that. docked for almost 90 years. Oh, yeah, it's been 85. Docked. No, 85. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 85 years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you can tell by the name Queen Mary, it was named after the British Queen who? Mary. Mary. Yeah. Mary, mm-hmm. Mary, quite contrary. <laughs> okay. And so the boat served as... Also, the new um, benchmark for it was it was the new benchmark for like luxury travel at the time because mm-hmm. by this time it was like the you know like I said two times bigger than the than Titanic. the Titanic so it was mm-hmm. supposed to be the new luxury like boat mm-hmm. and they you know they were advertising it as like you know we're bigger than the Titanic you know hey we're not gonna you know what happened to the Titanic what happened to us kind of a thing you know they had to give yeah. themselves that kind of you know everyone's a little fyi everybody you know please please take a voyage you'll make it home safe kind of a deal Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. because you know prior to this everyone was like you know boat travel for luxury purposes they were just like not gonna happen because the last luxury trip didn't make a home there's there was quite a few of them right 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 so Okay, there were two cocktail bars, there were two swimming pools, mm. and there were mm. five dining areas in the whole place. Oh my gosh. There was one grand ballroom. You got all that? Yes. Okay. So, could you imagine, hold back this up really quick, swimming on a boat? Yes, because I've be done weird. that before. Okay, I've, I've never personally done that. <laughs> I feel like that'd be weird. It, it's not. It's so so. If you go on a cruise ship, most of them, if not all of them, yeah. have swimming pools on them because you can't just right. like jump into the ocean. <laughs> no, I understand that. No, I've never really been on a cruise ship. I've only like so when I go to Greece, we will we'll take ferries or we'll take. We did take a sleeper boat, but it was just to go from like one island to the like the next. So we were just like there for sleeping, waking up, and getting off the boat. So right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but 
here's another thing. All the luxury would go to waste. In World War II. Makes sense. Yeah, when the ship was repurposed as transport for troops and prisoners of war. Excuse me, I had to sneeze. (laughs) Bless you. So did you get you caught you caught that last part right? So this really boat was used had to for transport troops and prisoners of war, of war. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> and was oh okay the most luxurious you, prison. <laughs> okay, so mind you, during all this time, it was painted gray. So when it came to them using it for wartime, because obviously they didn't want it to be spotted, even though of course. Okay, it's two times larger than the Titanic, so it's probably pretty hard to not spot it. Right. But you know I don't I don't actually know. Aren't battleships technically like huge as well? They are, they are. But I'm not sure back then, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I don't have any evidence in front of me, but I don't know if they were as big as they are now. I'm just wondering, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not sure they were fully always landing like aircraft on them. Nowadays, they're big enough because they're always landing like aircraft on them. I'm uh-huh. not sure if they were landing aircraft. Mm. But anyway, Fair. so they painted it gray. So, you know, it was more incognito, even though, okay, I don't know how incognito it could be if it's two times larger than a Titanic. So, you don't know me that one. I'm assuming mm. that, well, it had to, like, think about it. It was, like, so far back in the day that I'm sure that, like, the right. technology that they had was probably not, like, whoops <laughs> good enough to really be able to spot things i mean what they use telescopes i know but i'm just i'm just saying and they i'm also, assuming they, the they gray some... probably blended in pretty well with the blue of the sea no i know i know but think about it they also had um they, they had submarines by this time so mm-hmm. they had you know they i'm just saying so they already had submarine technology so i'm just saying how you know how incognito could this be though you know I mean, I'm assuming as incognito as it probably was, considering it's still in one piece and is currently being used as a hotel. Right. I know, I know. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Oh, we'll we'll get to that. But so it was also nicknamed, <clears throat> excuse me, the Gray Ghost. <gasps> Funny. Oh my gosh! The they should have left it. That's a dope name. It is. I don't think they could have left it because. I'd go I, I thought the that. same thing. <laughs> I know, but I, I think because it had ties to the military, they wanted to kind of like rid it of its military ties, you know. Oh, goodness. I know. Hey, I'm just... I mean, I get it, but at the same time, yeah. gray ghost. Huh. Okay. <clears throat> the boat was... Excuse me. The boat was estimated to have carried around... Okay, I'm probably going to botch this because i'm really bad at reading like large number amounts <laughs> it's okay wait croissanti's going to read it for us oh oh okay Eight hundred thousand. okay so the boat was estimated to have over carried over eight hundred thousand men servicemen through the war can you imagine whoa that's a large number yeah could you imagine <laughs> In 1947, the ship returned to the Queen Mary. So returned its name to the Queen Mary. Yes. 
1965, the ship was sold to the city of Long Beach, California, where it now stays permanently. As a hotel yeah. and events venue. Yeah. Yes, as a... You sold the words out of my mouth. Yeah, so it, it now is solely just a hotel, an events venue. You can take tours on it. All kinds of stuff. I, I believe they do ghost tours, or they used to. I'm not sure if they do anymore, mm. but... Could I we... I know with COVID, everything's different, but... We could stay the night there. We should. I mean, we're putting that on the road trip. I was going to say, how epic would it be to have a a wedding yes slash oh. ghost tour or ghost hunting wedding that would be cool that would be cool <laughs> that would be super dope yeah um that would be super dope so yeah stay tuned for our stay at some point on the <laughs> we just yeah. we have to we have to do the thing we have to go so, excuse me if you keep hearing my mm-hmm. sniffles that I sound congested. I am. I have really bad allergies right now. So, th- there are quite a few documented deaths on the boat. Numerous or more reported, you know, or some that are reported. Okay. And, okay, in 1936, Sir, sorry, just FYI, I'm probably going to botch his name. Okay, Sir Edgar Britton, first captain, died of a stroke in his cabin. In 1949, senior second officer William Stark accidentally drank liquid detergent (laughs) that... (laughs) No, no, no. Okay, because someone stored it in a... Listen, wait, wait, wait. Someone stored liquid detergent in a gin bottle. No! Okay, you told yeah. me that wasn't on purpose. That sounds sketch as heck. I know. Who stores <laughs> liquid detergent in a gin bottle? That's so messed up. That poor guy, he's probably like, oh, I need a nightcap. <laughs> Dies. Yeah. So like, basically, so basically, he poisoned himself. He died. Well, no, he didn't even poison himself. Someone poisoned him, and he just thought he was drinking uh, gin. Right, but poor guy. But I know. But here's the thing, poor guy. But but supposedly he did it to himself because, you know, no one poured it for him, so he did it to himself. He did it to himself, but it wasn't like an on purpose thing. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, you know, from the from. You know, from where I got my sources, they basically said he did it to himself. So, but what if, what if the captain was, that died before him? No, I was came back say, and what, said, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> "What if it was a murder?" And the person was like, "You know, this guy, he Stark, he always drinks a gin, a glass of gin before he goes to bed every night. Let's like think about that. Let's see what happens." I I could do I'd be fine if he disappeared and then like swapped out his gin with detergent inside his gin bottle and so he offed himself but it wasn't actually him who did it it was someone else who was like ah I know how to get rid of him Ooh I you know I didn't think about that but you're right someone someone had it out for him You're right Cuz so, you ready for this so sketch 
Yeah. Okay. So the most, excuse me. Wow. I keep burping for some reason. That's okay. I'm crying out of one eye. (laughs) Okay. So like the most unfortunate deaths all happened at one time. October 29th, 1942. Oh, okay. The Queen Mary, are you ready for this? The Queen Mary was being escorted from New York to Glasgow, okay, for another much smaller, okay, so another much smaller vessel named the HMS Caraca was zigzagging in front front of the boat, okay, Mm -hmm. to confuse potential U-boats, and German bombers. However, the Queen Mary traveling at, I'm going to quote like ship stuff, and I don't know what this truly means, but they Uh were traveling at 28.5 knots. Okay. I think that's relatively fast. Yeah. Unexpectedly caught up to the Caracas and consequentially... Split it in half. <gasps> yeah. No. <gasps> mm-hmm. They straight up like sailed through the middle of it. <gasps> yeah. So, okay. Why don't you look up how fast 22.5 knots are? Okay. 22? I thought yeah, you said no, 20, 20. Excuse me. 28.5 knots. 20. 8.5 knots is the equivalent of 32.8 miles per hour. So Okay, so imagine like a large in a, vessel on in land. In a boat, that's pretty f- fast. Fast. Say. So imagine being on land and you're going that fast, but you're in like in a monster truck, for instance, and you just mow down a bunch of like m- little cars or something. Yeah. I can't. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Wait, so you said that happened on October 29th, 1942, right? October 2nd, 1942. October 2nd. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. October 2nd, next year, we're going to go stay on the Queen Mary because it'll be the 80th anniversary of that day. Whoa. Okay, (laughs) by the way, the Queen Mary was 20 times bigger than this boat. It didn't even stand a chance. (laughs) No. Some, Some members were killed instantly on impact. Okay, no duh. Oh, not no duh. Sorry, you're of course. (laughs) But honestly, no duh. It's fine. It literally split it in half. You'd have to imagine that people would die instantly on impact. That's horrifying. And then some, like others, were thrown into the freezing water, which is really sad. Some went down in the boat. Just instantly went down in the boat. Uh, Others were in the water. Or swept into the Queen Mary's, are you ready for this? Propellers. <gasps> and chopped uh, up. No, no. Oh, nope. it's horrible. No. It's horrific. I'm telling you, this is horrific. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so due to the war and its protocols, they weren't, they had to keep going. For, like, they, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't stop. stop. Otherwise, they'd set yeah. themselves up to be caught by the enemy. Yeah, so they they just had to be like, we're so sorry this happened, like, yada-da, we gotta go. Yeah, so, like, they couldn't rescue anybody, they just had to be like, bye-bye. You have to imagine that had to weigh on the conscience of the people who were, like, directing and and, and, uh, captaining that ship who were just like, oh my god, we could have saved them. 
you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they did report it. They, well, they had to report it, and they reported it to the um, the British destroyer. So there was a British destroyer coming through it, so they reported it to them. By the time the British destroyer came, it was too late. Many had, al- many had already died, frozen, hypothermia, mm-hmm. all of the above. Yeah. Yeah, and of the four, and of the 430 crew members, only 99 survived. It is said you can still hear the screams of the Caracas passing from the boiler room <gasps> in the Queen Mary. Uh-huh. Oh, heck no. You ready for the haunted portion? We are Bring on me to the hauntings. If you watch the BuzzFeed episode on this, which is really cool, they actually talk to which I believe is, I think he still is, the current like ship captain, because they still have a ship's captain. Of course. So, yeah, the current ship captain, they've got some of this accounts from and different things. So one of the the most haunted cabin is B340. That is the most haunted cabin on the boat. Okay. Why? Okay. If you watch Haley Zeal's video that she put out, she reads part of the book on the history of the boat. Uh Uh-huh. Allegedly, there was a family that was killed late in the evening in in that room. (gasps) There was no date given. Yes. What? Yes. And so there's accounts of lights turning on and off, voices, the bed being shaken, water running, all kinds of creaking, noises being heard. There's all these different accounts happening, right? Uh Uh-huh. It's been about 25 years. It was about 25 years ago. The room was shut down. Oh. Like people weren't allowed to go in it. They stripped it of all the, you know, accoutrements that were in there, any of the beds, any of the stuff that was in there. They basically stripped the room and they said, this room is deemed not, like, livable. The um, the crew kind of said, because different people would have these accounts of people, like, running out and, like, having these spooky, like, things happen. Like, like you know, running out. Because there were too many hauntings happening and people were just, like, yeah. screaming in the head, like, not wanting to go back in. Yeah, yeah. So there were too many accounts of different things like that. So they left, like, and they would leave. So it's the crew basically deemed that room like just not a room for for them to like for people to stay in, right? Yeah. So if you watch the BuzzFeed account, they actually get to stay in it, but it's an empty room. Yeah. So they're sleeping essentially like on the on floor, the floor, which right there that's creepy, mind you. Most of the floors in in. At, you know, on a boat, either are wood or they're metal. And I think they stripped it down to the metal of that room, if I remember in the video correctly. So they're sleeping on a was uncomfy. Floor. Right. Yeah, so they were given special permission to go in, whatever. But nothing really happens when they were in there, okay? Nothing happens to them, right? Yeah. So fast forward to when Haley stayed there. Okay, so Haley stayed there with a friend, and I believe her mother, if I'm not mistaken. So now... It's it's set back up and you can stay in B forty. No, thank you. Haley's able to rent the room with a friend and believe her mom. Okay. Okay. So Haley did a room tour now. There's quotes on like the walls that they've put on there now. They're, they've like made the room like oh it's a spooky room right. Uh huh. In the in the bathroom are the rules on how to play Bloody Mary. <gasps> no. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. 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 Out. The area where. The, <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, I'm out too. I never played that game as a kid. I never understood the draw to it. 
because here's my thing about like games where it's supposed to like invoke a spirit or something like that is that no. if you play those games something will respond and it may not be the asking something for something that you to want to have exactly. come to you um it's dangerous exactly. it's the type of thing you just don't want to mess with also they don't have the room number on their room anymore just decided to let you know that gotcha that's just creepy so she's in this room tour, okay, that happens, right? Yeah. <clears throat> they take you over to where the couch and the coffee table are. Oh, what's on the coffee table, mind you? They have it set up with a crystal ball. They're on top. They're next to the crystal ball. There is a, a little mini trunk. Next to the little mini trunk is a big crystal. Okay. okay. She, she, Haley opens the trunk. In okay. the trunk, there is a Ouija board and tarot cards. No, I yeah. I mean, okay, I know that there are people who like read tarot and whatnot. That is fine. Like, like that's, that's their thing. It's part of their, their um, practices and stuff like that. I understand that. Yeah. But Ouija board, you're literally like this room sounds like they're asking people to bring things to the room. Yeah. Oh, I know. Also, in the book that Haley reads... They say that, like, the entities that inhabit that room don't like women for some reason. But she doesn't go, I didn't, she didn't go into detail. But, yeah, they don't like women. And who are staying in there, a group of women. Women. <laughs> right? Of course. Yeah, I know, but, like, yeah. And but, soon to I'm be sorry. us. <laughs> I don't know. From the tarot cards to the Ouija board. I don't know. I, I don't do any of that. I don't, if you listen to our our episode the week before, we there's a question about Ouija boards, and we both said no, no, I don't mess no. with that. Um, we're gonna no. call. Um, I listened to this podcast a while ago. It's called Real Ghost Stories Online, and oh, yes, uh, yes. the hosts call October Ouija Awareness Month. <laughs> what? Oh my! Because God. it's. The time where people think that it's like, oh, it's spooky season. Let's play with some Ouija boards. And I'm like, oh, no, Ouija boards are not a good idea. Like I said earlier, also, you know, keep in mind, there was a family that was brutally murdered in this room. Yeah. That doesn't help. No. You know. Then this happens. She's get, after she gives the tour, right? Her friends and her, they're in the room hanging out, right? It's terrifying. Haley's friend, Sarah, by the way, goes to sit on the bed, right? And she's gonna. She's about to put her legs under the covers. And as she goes to do that, Haley goes, "Hey, you're bleeding." And she goes, "What?" And then they look, and there's blood all over the sheets. What? She, she got a gash, and she had a gash in her leg, and she didn't know where it was from, and she and she didn't hit anything or do anything. It was so bad, Sarah could not stop bleeding. They had to go downstairs, and and I think they went to the security desk to get band aids. They had to report it, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to know, do you have to sign a waiver upon staying in this room? Because you should. I'm going to have to assume that they would because they're like, we don't want to be like held liable for any injuries and or death that might happen no. for people staying in this room. Yeah. So they, they have to go report it. They go to the, after they go to security and stuff, they go to the front desk and they have to report like, hey, we need new sheets. And, you know, obviously they're like, what? You barely got here. And they explain the situation. And the lady at the desk just goes, what? You're kidding me. 
oh my gosh, yada yada. And I'm like, I'm sitting over here going, no, no, this can't be real. Mm-mm. No, girl wasn't ready. But yeah. <laughs> she wasn't ready. Ready. But, okay, just think about this. She's getting it. Okay, I saw the gash. Like, it was a good, like, I don't know. I don't know if I, like, I want to call it like an inch. Like, like I don't know. It was pretty big. It was, she had to put two Band-Aids over it at least. Two large Band-Aids. Oh, no. An inch? Yeah. An inch would be like that big. Okay, like bigger than an inch. I'm sorry. Okay, so like what? five or six inches. Five or six inches. And it was deep. It, and it kept bleeding. Like, she doesn't remember anything happening. Until, until, until Haley said anything, she, that she wouldn't have noticed it. And then after... After she figured noticed it, she said then she could feel the pain. But for like a while, she couldn't. Yeah, she didn't feel the That's pain at insane. first. Insane. Yeah. Is there more? Well, so another account from the ship's current captain during World War II, a cook. Oh, I was talking about room. in room B three forty. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. So that ends B three forty right there. Okay. okay. I just and Haley. Haley, by the way, is like the most recent account that I could find, which I think was really awesome that I was able to find her because I wanted to find some some recent accounts being in yeah. there. And her video said um, 2019 in, in the memo. So Makes that's sense. pretty recent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, considering the world was shut down for like a year and a half. <laughs> oof. Oof. They don't need yeah. to bring all that spooky stuff into a room that's already obviously got some Spooked horrible up. stuff yeah. attached to it. Yeah, and we don't need to be inviting demons up in here. No, no, no. See, here's my thing. I don't think I could stay in it, but I I would definitely ask to like go see it while we're there. I don't think I could stay in the room after watching Haley's video. Yeah, like after this, after this, you know, this podcast is over. I, Chrysanthemum, you need to watch her video. Okay, it really like changed me because I like I was all for it. Like after seeing, you know. Ryan and Shane stay in there. I was like, oh, I could do this because nothing happened to them. Yeah. But after like the whole like her friend Sarah getting cut and all uh-huh. that, like no, like that really spooked me. And then hearing her talk about how the entity doesn't like like doesn't generally favor females too, that really got me because like there you go, there's a sign. Then the then the friend gets cut. It's like hello, you don't favor females to begin with, and then you cut one. Like no, right. I can't. Mm-mm. I yeah. maybe would go so, in there for like 15 to 30 minutes, but probably not, not yeah. overnight. Oh, something I forgot to mention is they all felt chills upon going into the room. Goosebumps. Great. That, oh, that's, yeah. And that's why Sarah wanted to go into the covers too, by the way, because it was still daylight it out when this happened. Chile. It didn't happen at night. This didn't happen at night, by the way. This happened like, you know, maybe they'd been in the room like less than an hour or more. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So we're done with. B340. Room 40. We're done. Okay. We're done. Cool. Great. We're done. B340. Uh, that was that a lot. level is haunted. That whole level is haunted. B3. Now, according to the ship's current captain, during World War II, a cook had a her- died horrifically. He was shoved into an oven <gasps> by Australian soldiers and was burned to death. I'm sorry. I don't really know. When did we go yeah. all Hansel and Gretel in this? What did the cook do to these Australian soldiers that that would bring upon him burning to death in an oven? Of oven, I can't. I couldn't say. find that out, but it was just kind of this encounter that the you know current ship's captain was telling Ryan and them, and I thought it was fascinating. I mean, the Australian soldiers could have at least just let him live. 
and asked if he could cook them some food. So basically, <laughs> they could have just said, hey, we haven't had a good meal in like a couple months. We've been warm. Maybe make us a decent meal. Who right. knows? Maybe they had some past beef mm. we don't know about. But I mean, excuse you, though. To shove the man in an oven. That poor person. Yeah. That's horrifying. I know, I know. So that about wraps up the Queen Mary. And I'm just going to let you guys know right now, right here, we could have been on here for like 10 hours. The Queen Mary is chopped full of who's and what's it's and who knows what. But I gave you like the main nitty gritty right there. And there's some... There is some bone chilling stuff right there. Yeah, no kidding. Splitting the boat in half from the family getting brutally murdered. Oh my gosh. Sarah getting the cut. Like, I gave it to you. You know, (laughs) spooktacular. We're here for it, baby. Thank you so much. That was. Oh, okay. So, gotta rate this. Yeah. Okay. Haunted fast factor and creep factor. Okay, I'm going so, to... So, Haunted Factor 1 to 10, what do you got? So, for Queen Mary, Haunted Factor, I'm going to put that one relatively high, okay? Yeah. In the... I'm going to say an 8 because I know that there's probably more. Well, I have to go research yeah. it. But for right now, based on the information provided, I'm going to give it an 8 because it's got okay. haunts... That's very obvious. Um, I well, on the haunting factor. What do yeah, you got for me? That is the haunting factor. Eight. The right. creep factor. The creep factor. So the creep factor. I'm gonna put put it at like a six. Um, like it's not super creepy, but it's not not creepy. I mean, the idea that the Queen Mary, um literally split another boat into two and killed uh, over 300 men um, is terrifying. Uh, the fact that an entire family was murdered overnight in in one of the yeah. rooms, horrifying. The fact that a cook was shoved into an oven and burned alive, awful. So creep factor is at a six. I definitely think that there would probably, but those is like because of those three things. Other than that, the other stuff, Queen Mary's kind of like it was a it was a luxury liner, and then it was a warship, and then it went back to a hotel. You know, so yeah. six, maybe a seven. What about you? Okay, so on scare factor. I'm going to go, like you said, I'm going to give it an eight. It was, it's scary. From it running a boat over, mm-hmm. from all the things that's happened inside, from the accounts from Sarah and everything. Yeah. I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah. And then, what's the other one? Scare factor? Oh, creep factor. Yeah. So haunted factor and creep factor. I want to say like a 7.8. It's pretty up there for me. Okay. Interesting. On, what makes you rank factor? it a little higher? For it being creepy? Yeah. Well, you you gotta watch. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you gotta watch the video. Okay, then I'm gonna have to go do that yeah. after this is over. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'm just saying. After watching, excuse me, after watching Haley's video, 
it really gave me another like another creepy perspective because the fact that they brought the room back and the rooms you're you're able to rent the rent the room for a couple nights, you know. Yeah. So that's where it got me and the encounter, like, because you the, they show you her leg and the gash and they show you it all, show you the blood on the sheets, they show it to you because you know she's a YouTuber, so they're just videoing everything. No, but Ooh, I know wow. you're making the creep face. But it's a good thing because then they can show it as like evidence because when they because they later show it to the people, True. you know, they can't just say what happened. And they're like, oh, show me the proof. They put like, they no, at they least were, put a trigger know. warning, right? It's like if you're squeamish, don't look, right? No, <gasps> I mean, it, it's I know, I know. But anyway, so yeah, like a that's 7.8, that's what gets me. And don't f- also to encounter that I've been on that ship. So like for me also being on there, like I like. I didn't go to that room specifically, but uh-huh. like being on that boat, like I have a little like connection with it, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I feel like that's like the, the haunted place that you have like the most connection to because of like your ties to Long Beach and all of that stuff. Yeah. Also living there for like almost like a, oh, like a year and a half. Yeah yeah. 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 For sure. Awesome. Great job, Leah. That was really interesting. Thanks. Oh, I am very yeah. excited to see what's next. Next week is my episode. Get ready. I've been doing lots of research. <laughs> yes. Like lots. So it might be a lengthy episode. I'm excited. We yes. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> Anyways, um, don't forget to check out our Instagram because we're going to be posting that a uh, little like question if you were a potato how would you be cooked <laughs> yes let us yes, know please let us know right in because we can't wait to talk about how you would want to be cooked <laughs> you have to try to be as detailed as you can and like the limit that instagram yes. sets for you <laughs> but anyway yes, yes go ahead honestly if you get cut off on the post feel free to dm us how you'd like to be cooked mm-hmm. that's a good option as well Anyways, we will be back at you next week with another episode. So until then, happy happy hauntings. We're ghoulishly delighted that you decided to join us in Unrest in Peace. If you would like, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at Unrest in Peace Podcast, where we will update you on everything having to do with the podcast. If you have a story you'd like to share, email us at unrestinpeacepodcast at gmail.com. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, go ahead, rate, review, subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. And if you're listening on Spotify or other streaming networks, go ahead and give us a follow. We'll see you next time.